Tune in, the signal's clear. Coming through geocache talk. A voice on the line I hear. Coming through geocache talk. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music on the audio side. And also now on the opening. (laughs) And our featured patrons, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, Sir Drumalot, Janice, Tricassius, Tom Fran Heltonen, Rugels, EGK PBR, Albedo 0.39, and our new patrons, DJW House, AWOL, Sackishness, The Fours Awakens, Huey250, Merlin 1392, Kenny Mason Matey, or Kenny Mason Matty. I got to check on that one. Rin Nicole and the four Lunsfords. <laughs> hmm, the Lunsfords. How about it's that? It's not me. I-, I may know who it is, though. You may know who that is. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to or click on the Become a Patron. Click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or you can head on over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash geocache talk. For more details, patrons get the now famous blackout coin yeah. right there. They also get other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content and invites to special events only for patrons. Support level start at as little as bison tube level which is $3 a month. Let me welcome my co-host, Jesse. Good evening. And we're not mentioning special swag tonight, right? I think we should. I mean, it's going to show up in the mail. Yeah. For- so cer- certain groups of patrons got some special swag. Yep. Uh, ones Gold. that are in the position to be able to help us out and really jump in all the way with us. We wanted to give them a special prize. So that's coming in the mail to them. Yep. Um, so uh, we couldn't give it to everybody, but we'll we'll get to what that is in the next couple of weeks. We'll yeah. talk about that. But some people will be getting some prizes in the mail pretty soon. Some yeah. special prizes. Can we should we tell what level is getting it, or is that not? Uh, it, it's the golden ammo can level. Yeah, yeah, golden um, ammo cans. We can't in the mail yet, but uh, coming soon. Coming soon to you. In and, and you know, they, they jumped in and made that crazy plunge all the way. So we wanted to give them something special, but uh, yeah. Um, that's coming in the mail soon. And we'll talk about what that is coming up soon, next couple of weeks. Absolutely. Uh, all right. XT stuff. So, you know, we did that, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So what else is going on? Well, let's jump right into show 201. It's weird to say that. As we talk, we're going to talk about Adventure Labs. But first, the news. The news, yes. I need to have a, we need to get a little opening for the news. Flash. A uh, lot of lot of upcoming stuff. A lot of uh, yeah. a lot of cool things happening uh, coming up. Oh gosh, uh, let's start with. Why don't we start with this? Let me show. Let me show some cool stuff we've got going. 
Okay. Everybody's seen. There's gadget gadget talk. Gadget talk, yeah. Gadget talk will be the first and fourth uh, Tuesday of every <laughs> month. Normally, <laughs> yeah. We have a couple months with five, so we'll talk about that. Now, I did put a calendar. So a new calendar is on the website. New calendar on the website. If you go to if you go to geocachetalk.com and you go to podcasts and go to calendar, I'll keep that updated on a monthly basis. And all if of the, hasn't all, seen Gadget Talk yet, right? You should tell them what it is. Gadget Talk. Gadget Talk is a semi-weekly show put on by Chad Champion, aka Bounce Bounce. He is uh, a gadget talk guru. At the end of every month, he does a gadget talk build on the show live. Mm-hmm. So you can build along with him, or you can. We give you all the materials ahead of time, or you can do it later. You know, that's the beauty of YouTube. You can watch the video later and see how it's done. And on the off weeks, which would be the first week of the month, number one, we will give you the the parts list for the next month so you can get ready. And also he will do other things. He'll talk about switches or buttons or other, you know, what's the best use of materials? What's the best? Batteries. We did one on batteries one time with DJW House. So a lot of cool stuff in the side show other than the build show. So that's mm-hmm. that's Gadget Talk. Can well, be found on- even though it's Gadget Talk, I think yeah. really to fairly describe it, it's creative and gadget caches. Yes. So some things that would be considered creative caches. Yes. You can't, that, but that was too long to fit on the title. So Gadget Talk instead of Gadget and Creative Talk. Um, gadget talk. So live builds, you can absolutely go. My daughter and I have already done it. You can go along and have a creative or gadget cache at the end of the show. And then, like you said, the other weeks, he's talking about all the auxiliary stuff that kind of goes into that to, to improve it and take that idea and make it your own. So absolutely. No, that's perfect. So that's gadget talk. Uh, geocaching with kids. Got a new, uh, new, uh, icon, new logo for geocaching with kids. That is a audio podcast that is on every second to second Wednesday of the month. Again, check the calendar because I might say it wrong, but it's in the calendar. So, but that's cool. I like that. I like the the look of that one. We were talking about it. Today. And really fun show too, right? For especially, oh, if, yeah. even if you have no kids and hate kids, it's still a good show. Good show. Right? I mean, Cause there's, there's people out there like that. Um, oh, if you, if you cash with family or kids, grandkids or whatever else, awesome show. So yeah. very important to many of us and uh, as a family atmosphere, or you may be introducing kids to it or whatever else. Um, but uh, it's really good. So definitely check that out if you have not been there yet. Yep. Love that show. Yes. All can be found on geocachetalk.com or yep. of course on our Podbean. you can find geocaching with kids because it's uh, audio only, but it's a great podcast to listen to. Uh, well worth the time. Pop it in and, uh, and listen while you work around the house. So let's see. The next one is. No, not that one. No, I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, there, you go. there you go. Here we go. Puzzle talk. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, that is puzzle talk. And also new logo. Also designed by a member of the team. Yep. That, that happens to be in the chat room right now. Absolutely. Puzzle talk. I'm not going to bust him out. I don't know who it is. 
But um, <laughs> kids, what? <laughs> put him on the screen. Uh, so Puzzle Talk is the brand new show. We just talked about that one. Yep. Um, obviously, kind of like Gadget Talk, right? It's uh, budget talk, uh, Puzzle Talk is exactly what it sounds like. Just really one of the scariest aspects of all of the game for everybody is puzzles, right? Yeah. Um, and there's so much information about puzzles, how to build them, how to solve them, how to to do so much and just puzzles in general, really breaking down that barrier. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of workshops out there, which are great. They're awesome. We've got into them and everything else. Um, this is not necessarily a work necessarily a workshop. It's kind of everything, right? Just geocaching from the puzzle aspect of it. So right. that show will be evolving and coming out really soon. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. And uh, it's not hosted by Gary or I. Nope. We have experts. We have better people than us two to post puzzle talk. We promise you. <laughs> yeah. With Tom Brotherman, Electric Water Boy. Uh, he does uh, a lot of a lot of puzzles. He writes about puzzles every month in FTF magazine. Mm-hmm. Check out all the back. I mean, he's been doing it since the beginning, since FTF magazine was around. So he knows his stuff. And then we also have Charles Watkins, Pathfinder 33, another. Look at that uh, tagline already. Here you go. That's the that's the tagline. Mystery out of puzzles. That's awesome. You need to Take keep that. Mystery on. out of puzzles. See what he did there? I like that one. You see what he did there? So that's I found awesome. those today, in fact, but we'll get to that. Yeah, that is awesome. So uh, that's it. That's all we got right now. Uh, those are the shows. So. I- I'm guessing there's more coming up soon, though. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what you're talking about. At least we didn't leak anything out, so that's good. No, we um, didn't leak anything out about that one. So move on to the next. Uh, some actual real news. Let's move on. All right. Not geocaching, but geocaching adjacent news. Yes, I did. I did too. By the way, Frank, I, he did a. Uh, I saw him on a Periscope. But yeah, the latest one just came out. Get you a copy of FTM Magazine. Got to ftfgeocacher.com man i love that because why would you read any other magazine um sherry no i'm not sh- i'm not doing that <laughs> not doing that but uh hey, you know what gary i'm gonna put you on the spot have you ever found spartacus no <laughs> never. i have never found it before they show the answer <laughs> in all my uh, in all the years i've, I've never found him <laughs> Uh, I feel embarrassed to say that, but I have never found it ahead of time. I never have. I've never, I, I, I can't find them. So in fairness, I, I start off looking for it when I start reading and then I get distracted, distracted. and then I flip back to the milestones. Cause that's the first thing I always read because that's I don't exactly. know of that part. Yeah. And then I come back to like the puzzles part. And then I come back to all the different articles. And by the end I'm like, ah, and I'm, I never go back. <sighs> I cheat and find out the next month. Yeah, I always go look to see where he was just out of curiosity. So, Burnt Turtle says first thing he does. So, uh, yes, yes. Oh. You know what? This next issue, when I when I open it up, that's what I'm going to do first. I'm going to find first. it first. Yep. I don't care if I win the contest. I just want to find it before I get the answer. I agree. But that's not the news we were talking about. <laughs> no, we got a lot of news tonight. What is the real... Real life, non geocaching, but geocaching adjacent news. Yes, yes. In fact, I'll put it on the screen. But I, I, I got a tweet um, from 
uh, who did I get it from? Oh, uh, Josh Gates, uh, Expedition Unknown. Our new, our new buddy, our new the the geocache talk geocache talks yeah. own. Um, and um, I I read this and I couldn't believe it that they had done it, but you believe it? Forest Fens treasure has been found. We've talked about that on this show before, and I know you and I have talked about it personally. Yeah. Like we've considered making a trip up there. It yeah. really has been found. That means it was real. It was real, which a lot of people said it wasn't. They, a lot I, of people, one of those that was kind of on the fence. I'll be honest. Yeah, a lot of people were, or some people, maybe not a lot, but some were saying that his goal was just to get people out in the outdoors. You know, right, right. Forest bathing, as they say. Uh, you know, getting out in nature, whatever term you want to use. Uh, but he literally did hide a 20 pound chest full of 22 pounds of jewels and gold and all that. I forget what it's worth, but, and somebody found it and they obviously don't want to tell any, they, they want to be anonymous. I guess that's the smart thing to do is to be anonymous. And, um, they, um, you know, confirmed it with Forrest Finn himself. It's a, it's a fascinating story. And, he did it in a poem. He gave the clues in a poem. It was somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. I'd like for at least the 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 at least Forrest maybe can tell him tell everybody where he hid it later on. Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of cool to hear where what he you know where he did hide that treasure. But it's really cool. Uh, you, if you want to go back and find an expedition unknown with Josh Gates, he did an episode where he goes with a couple different groups and searches. For the treasure, so so how bad is it going to be if there's going to if there turns out there was a geocache within like fifty yards of it? Oh man, that'd be incredible. That'd be, but then again, would you? Have, I mean, you got to follow the clues. You'd had to have followed, you know, right? You, there's no way to know. No, exactly. You'd had to have followed the clues. Uh, so anyway, I, I I found that interesting, you know, because I I love the. That the whole thing. location will not be revealed. Oh, dang. All right. Thanks, Christy. That was cool. You know, that's that's a bummer, but you know what? That's all it's so cool that it was actually real. Yes. I gotta turn off my Google Google <laughs> announcements. It was Brian Roth that found it. Brian Roth, yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> um what is that's what is weird. Greg talking about? I have regular hair now. Regular hair. Yeah. There you go. Oh, hey. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you for the See, he should have asked that. My hair is regular now. He yeah, should have that like Got a month cut. ago and it was I couldn't even wear my hat. My hat was up to here cuz my <laughs> hair was too big. It was literally long enough to put in a ponytail. Yeah. Which is bad. But thanks for the thanks for the yeah, Craig. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. We love that. Love it. Love it. Um, your wife's calling you out. <laughs> you know um, she doesn't. She can be mean though. We we had a fun day. We done a went on a geo date today. So yep, there's a lot of positive stock right now. So uh, let's get to that. Go ahead and uh, do that, and then I'll. Uh, it's kind of a lead into the show, but we went out. <laughs> so we're doing the adventure labs, which we're going to yep. get into in a minute. 
We'll get so to I went you. out to do an adventure lab today, but on the way we swung by and picked up 59 other caches. <laughs> um, but uh, short day for you. Well, uh, you know, the, the new memory lane thing is out and we yep. kind of been waiting to start on that. So we decided to do it today. Um, and puzzles were worth seven points each. Yep. So we, there was a nearby GeoArt uh, that Mondo, in fact, hit himself. And uh, it was out and it was all puzzles, 59 of them. And I solved it, you know, when it first came out a month or so ago yeah. and uh, wanted to um, save them for a little bit, you know, just because you solve a puzzle doesn't mean you have to immediately go out and get it. True. We had 59 of them sitting there. So we swung by and did those. And um, we're not getting into a GeoArt discussion today, but this was exactly how a GeoArt should be. It right. wasn't too big. It was easy to accomplish in the morning. I think it maybe took us a, less than two hours to knock all those out. We were right. flying on the road. It was on a road where you don't have to worry about traffic. It was like a dirt road. Um, they were all exactly where the coordinates were. Like exactly. Like dead right. on. That's um, cool. Like and that. they were in a good container that was painted up. It wasn't just like thrown down. Right. Uh, he put washers in the bottom of the container so it's not going to roll away. Right. Low away. There was a you know, suspicious pile of rocks on top of every single one of them. Right. Clean log. Uh, uh, with you know, uh, baggy and everything else, and swag in every single one of them. Oh, that's awesome! So all fifty nine were in great shape. Um, the uh, and the location was beautiful. Oh, so cool! The whole time now, granted, he's cheating because it's Colorado, right? So you see the mountains a lot of places. Yeah. But this whole dirt road you're going down the whole time, all you see on the side mountains. Mountains. That's cool. But, Easy to get to, uh, great series. You know, it was his personal logo is what the shape was. Oh, neat. But then afterwards, you know, when you solve the, the puzzle in each one, it just, you know, it was like a T or whatever just right. down the road. But um, that was exactly what a GeoArt should be. You know, it wasn't all the, the coordinates were correct and all the G DTs were correct. It wasn't any kind of weird fake, you know, stuff like, oh, this is really a five terrain. No, it's not. Right. That's um, cool. I like that. Yeah, granted, he's found like 200 million caches, so he should know how to do these, right? But yeah. it was just, but anyway, we got those. We solved memory lane and we went over to our lab cache, our, our lab series after that, which we'll, we'll get into later. But it, yeah. Um, yeah, great geodate and found a, little, found a little diner to stop at afterwards. So Perfect. you can't beat that for a Sunday morning, right? No, that's awesome. Yeah. We went on a, a quick run, a uh, county run. We, we grabbed a county in Oklahoma and then we did a line up uh, in far western Arkansas, mm -hmm. and I missed I missed a I missed a county. This is this is teach you to be careful what you're doing. <laughs> it happens. Project GC is your friend, but if you don't use it, it's not your friend. No big deal. Well, we can catch it. It's it's it wasn't too far off uh, our trip that we would normally take to Little Rock, so I can we can grab mm -hmm. that county, but. Had a little problem with some of the containers. Um, so Arkansas, we we love you. Um, we love most of your caches, but um, we had some DNF issues. And I don't know, maybe it could have been me. I always I always put the logs. I it was just no luck for me. I don't put that it was missing because I've missed plenty. So anyway, but. But it was, did you log them as DNFs? This one, I did. I, I will log it. Yeah, I will log a DNF. <laughs> but I will mark it 
as no luck because again, I can't guarantee that I that it wasn't there. That's for another show. That's you know what? That has yeah. to be for another show soon because it has to be. That has happened to me a couple times recently. Right. You know, I like to watch caches in my area, especially ones that I know where the owners have disappeared mm-hmm. or that I know need some maintenance frequently or whatever else, just to kind of make sure everything's going well. And two or three times recently, I have seen a right note on a cache I've been watching. And the person says, this needs maintenance. <laughs> now, Keep in mind, these are from very experienced, more experienced than me, cashers. Right. What is the reluctance? Don't answer this question because we'll get into another show, right? Right. Needs maintenance. It clearly needs maintenance. You wrote, this needs maintenance. Right note. Stop doing a right note. Put it in there correctly. Um, The reviewers do not see it if you just put a right note. Um, So we need to do a show on that soon because we can. That drives me crazy. I did find. This little guy is talking about Arkansas. And I'm not going to bash all of Arkansas. This happens in every state. So oh, yes. where you've got, we were just happened to be in one County. We had four DNFs. I don't think it was all me or Susan. I think there was some literal legitimate errors. Um, but anyway, one of the counties, we had a DNF. Um, now granted, somebody marked a DNF and I thought, I was going to be smart and find it. No, I was a DNF as well. <laughs> That's also for another show, but it made me go find the muffler man. Do you How know the muffler, on that one? Do you know the muffler man? I, I'll get you the GC here in a second. He doesn't live on Drury lane, but there's the muffler man. So I like the muffler man. He has a lot of favorite points. And there you go. That's there's a good example, right, Jesse, of something that's very simple. Yeah. Like the- no, well, I wouldn't even say that's simple, right? I mean, that is a man made out of mufflers. There we go. Um yeah. the muffler man. So muffler and here's man. my question, like we talked about recently. The muffler man. Why, why would you go to that? And not give it a favorite point. Right, exactly. <laughs> How jaded are you in geocaching that that doesn't get a fa- like? Like, where do you cache that that doesn't rank a favorite point? Exactly. So uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. So now, Ryan says, uh, "Lost it." The the chat room's blowing up, so it's hard for me to catch up. But Ryan says that reviewers don't see needs maintenance. No, the cash owner will see it. Right. Needs archived. I know that that. I thought they saw the needs maintenance too. So just no, the cash the, owner. Okay. But the cash owner sees it, which is good enough. The cash owner should take care of it. So well, if they're still in the game. Right. Well, that's yeah. another that's also for we'll get into that because there's a way to do that yeah. too. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh we're moving on. Blah, 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 blah. We talked uh, about that. Note. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Real fast note, and then we'll move on to the topic at hand. But uh patrons i need help with if you want to join the facebook group which there's a lot of good stuff that goes on in the geocache oh patron yeah tons of fun stuff facebook group friend me give me a friend give friend me on facebook and then i will add you to the group helps me then trying to be a stalker and try to find you on facebook and that, that's not what i want to do and because there's multiple people with the same names on Facebook. We don't want to have the yeah. wrong person in. 
No, and so I I don't uh, I don't do that. So all right, let's get into the. Hold on, we got one more thing. Oh, winner! Excited the winner. I do the winner of this coin from last week. Joshua's coin, the FTF magazine coin. It's really cool. It's heavy as heck, too. It's a really good coin. Um, Random.org selected Walter Kreiss. I already contacted him. Uh, KD8HWG and let him know that, um, yeah, I want more friends. So <laughs> I need a friend. Gary's need, for friends on Facebook. I need the patrons to friend me <laughs> so that I can add them to the group because you can't add them to a group if they're not. So, all right, let's get into Adventure Labs. So, is it Adventure Labs or Adventures? Good question. Good, good way to start the show off. Uh, now, this this all started back in Lab Cash days. Mm-hmm. And there's a video. Uh, there's a video out that was. It's kind of cool. It'll be in the show notes that um, Joshua did with the GC doc, where there was a time. I think it's 2014. You have to check my my math on that. But there was a point in there where you could make one. This is the first time outside of megas and gigas that. Uh, generic cacher, uh, premium cacher could create a lab cache. That was the first time. It was a one. It was actually, February in February too, wasn't it related to yeah. Valentine's Day? It was. I heart geocaching. That's what uh, it was. I heart geocaching. I heart geocaching, which is funny because certain people who have who have found them, uh, it'll look weird because they got an extra one. So they got an extra lab cache. Sometimes that it's like. It's a little, might be a little off because they have that they have they have found this one odd odd one, but it was kind did of neat. Did, What's that? Did you did you do I, one of those back in the day? No, no, I didn't. I mean, I was around, uh, but I didn't. I didn't get one. Yes, 2014. Thank you, my friend. Yes. So 214, 2014. Yes, 214, 2014. Around February. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I heart geocaching. Uh, Joshua has a video. Go check it out. Some of the early, th- early, early on um, lab caches. Remember the old lab cache had the little had the little beaker, or of the uh, looks look like a chemistry set. That was the yeah. icon, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the old icon for that. Um, oh, the answer, yep. So I did mess that up. I mentioned how many uh, he was on, and never told anybody the answer. <laughs> <laughs> So I had a wide range. If you just sent me an email with any guess, any kind of guess. You were entered in the drawing. Yeah, well, and I only took one. I had somebody try to send me three. And I was like, oh, no, I'll give you one in, one entry. But yes, the answer was 16. So uh, anyway, shows my organizational skills are a little bit off once in a while. So anyway. Everybody was entered that sent me anything yeah. <laughs> regarding the the uh, thing. So uh, anyway, so there you go. All right. So lab caches. Do you do you remember finding your first lab caches? Um, I was gonna look that up. You know, so I did one of those in 2014. Okay, I did too. Um, 
But I was going to look and see if I could find well, when my first Mabcash find was. 2016 was my first one. You know what my first one was? The what was that? The brewery event in Denver at, oh, the, yeah. at that one brewery where you could you, you had to be you had to be lucky to find a parking space. Yeah. I that was my first uh first lab cash was at the brewery event at the at 14er. And uh that's really cool. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, I was involved with those. Um yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I helped make some of those lab cash, in fact. So my first one was during that 2014. So somebody else got a uh lab cash. Yeah. And, like we hit them for each other. Um, so that was my first lab cash, is one of those. That's awesome. Now I I love them. I know you love them too. Well, do you love them now or did you love them before? I've always loved them and I've always seen it as never an either or. I always saw it as something else. It's a virtual. It's like if in I've I've seen people go, "Well, I you know, I hate lab caches and i'm never going to do a lab cache because i want to go geocaching and i want to find containers and all that and go really have you ever logged a virtual have you ever logged an earth cache but you know what i yeah. am actually, oh. myself because i'm actually one of those people i know virtuals are my least virtuals webcams and earth cache are least favorite time type of caches to find that's fine hiding's different right but finding because I like a physical container. I love, I still love that. Aha. I found a moment. Oh Even yeah. Easy or hard or anything. But for some reason, lab caches have always been different for me. Okay. The very, the very fact that it's like, Hey, do whatever you want with these. That's what I've loved from the very beginning. Right. Like right. there's, we'll get into the types of them, whatever, but you know, some of the beginning ones at the, at the megas and stuff, they were like Plinko style and you do all this other stuff and you know, it's temporary. And for some reason, I've always liked them, even though it goes against my general philosophy of geocaching. <laughs> I don't know what it's about, but I've, from the very beginning, I've liked them. Rachel says that a where I go on a virtual had a baby. That's what the, that's a that's a lab cache. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That kind of. I mean, now where I go can do just about anything a lab cache can do. But well, true. Plus, there's a container at the end of a where I go, but. I agree with you. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, people are going to, you know, I'm with you. I want to find a container, but I like the variety of this extra little, it's an add-on and I'm okay with the add-on. I mean, yeah. more virtuals, you know, as long as they're good, that's the, that's the other thing. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Well, the as way they're doing them, I think they're doing a great job. So we'll, we'll get into that part too, but uh, I, I'm with you. I think I like them. And guess what? If you don't like this part of the game, don't play it. The answer for that. <laughs> don't play it. There's 3 million other smileys on the map, potential smileys for you. So they're fun. Um, like I said, I don't, I will look first for a, you know, I, I go down the list. Like I'm like you, I, I like to look, I look for other things, but yeah, lab caches are a little different. And we're going to talk about those too, because uh, a lot of times if they're done right, they can be a lot of fun and they can teach you a lot of things and they can be fun to do actually in groups. Um, I mean, I will never forget. I mentioned before you and I going in Tyler and running around. Um, for That's, a good one. That's a good question, Ian. Yeah. I do not know that. One. That's a good one though. Yeah. Uh, but I like to use that example of you and I running around Tyler trying to finish the lab caches. Yeah. 
together and that was so fun. And we ran into other people who we could tell were doing the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> and uh, they teamed up with us as we, we did a few of them together. Um, they can be a little maddening. We'll get into the, the details here in a moment, but all right. Give, if you, if you hate them, give them one more chance now that they are adventure labs. So I have to say why I think they're good. Okay. So this goes into a much deeper discussion that we've had many, many times, and we're not going to get into that advocating for that before, right? It's right. the reverse of the five of uh, find 100 caches before you log them. Yeah. Reverse argument. They're limited. Right. So if you only got to hide one virtual, like the virtuals that are out right now, right. those are good because you're probably only going to get to hide one ever, maybe. A good chance, right? Better if hope. If you got to hide like five caches a year, yeah, or five caches in the next five years, you're not throwing a pill bottle under a bush. I Let's think go. that that umbrella, you know, philosophy, which you know is for another show, but um, is uh, yeah, that's why these are so good right now. You're probably not getting awarded more lab caches, so you want to make these good, right? I'm with you. I'm with you. If they were uh, unlimited right now, like traditionals are, they would not be good. Right. They would be every five feet you would have a lab cache. So let's get in a little bit into the 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 structure okay. of yeah. lab caches now. Because maybe not everybody has found a lab cache. Right. Or even knows what we're talking about. So right. we're gonna go back and forth. We'll show some stuff on the on the phone, but we're gonna we're also and there, we have a we have a lot of show notes, so we're not going to go through all of them. We're going to hit the highlights. Um, I suggest that you do check out the show notes. They're always on geocachetalk.com, and you can go in and find the show notes. Yeah, and you can check out. We have a lot of information. We've compiled a lot on Adventure Labs, but the interesting we thing is we get to in this time frame. No, we won't. We don't have time to get into all yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Adventures now changed. I don't yep. know. I'm sure most people notice that the icon has changed. There's the little new icon. Mm-hmm. The little kind of green looking guy now. So yep. the little uh, the pin, like the location. Pin. Yep. Called Adventures. And um, which oddly enough, that logo, which yeah. I like, makes it look like it's a you know an outdoors deal. <laughs> and 99% of these have been in the city. Right. Very rarely are they out in the you know in the hills and mountains like that one shows. I would say overwhelmingly it's a urban cache type. Yep. Something we advocated for was history caches. This kind of fits that bill a little bit. It kind of does. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Does. yeah. Definitely. So uh yeah, this is a cleaner look. Uh, we both Jesse and I both did an adventure lab this weekend. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Um, you did one. I started one. You started one. I finished one again. Right. Get into that. Yep. Uh, if you are awarded one, we'll go through a little bit of that. So if you're awarded one, I think a lot of people have, and hopefully a lot of people who are listening or will listen to the show afterward have been awarded a lab cash, uh, five lab credit, credit, credit of five. Yep. Uh, the labs.geocaching.com is where you would go. Mm-hmm. 
In fact, I'll pull mine up and we can kind of sh do a screenshot. Extremely simple interface, easy to use. Yeah. So um, let me, we use mine as the example and you can, I'll let you do most of the discussion of that. We'll just kind of use mine as the example for now. Um, so, all right. So there we are. There's the interface to it. Uh, Labs.geocaching.com is where I went. Um, I have, there's my adventures, view finds. This is interesting and sign out. So let's go to my adventures. Yep. And I have one, which mm -hmm. is, uh, as you notice, I don't have any adventure credits because I've currently spent my five. Mm -hmm. Now, and like everybody else, you put in for one of these and got selected. Selected. Like you put an email in and get selected. Yeah. They didn't just randomly give them out, which is a very good way to do this. Yeah. And by the way, if you have, if you sort of kind of missed, or if you think you've missed the, the timing of it, you can't, even though you've missed the timing, I would suggest send an email to geocaching.com and let them know you, you missed it and you might be interested. They might give you one. A lot of them have been out there. Mm -hmm. um, so there you go. So mine is the Barney Smith toilet seat museum, which got moved from San Antonio up to the colony, which is, that's the name of the town, the colony, Texas. It's a suburb of Dallas, Fort Worth. And I have Barney Smith uh, is the, the one I did. And I can go ahead and pull it up. I won't, won't give a lot of the detail. Cause I, if I go down too far, I'll give the clues away, but um, this is where you would edit. This is where you test. We'll talk about that in a, a second here. Um, you can delete it. Interesting enough, you can. I would. I. I don't know if they're going to say to this about, but you could delete and re-enter it correctly, Jesse. Right? You could create a whole new one. I. I don't know that you could. I, before I ever hit that delete button, I would have an email <laughs> in hand that said. I'm not going to delete my only lab caches that I have. Right. Now, my adventure is currently public. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that here in a second. But you could you could turn it off, not playable, not visible. You can make it private, playable, not visible. Or this one, of course, is playable and visible. Those are the, the yeah. three settings for them. Edit, test, delete. Leaderboard, which is the leaderboard for this, uh, this particular adventure lab, which is kind of interesting. Um, we have uh, some of the folks on the show uh, who are maybe watching or listening are on here. GeoVet91 was the first one to find, and yep. it shows the top 10. We're past the top 10. You're only going to see the that. You got the FTFs, and you got top three, which is kind of odd, as the top three for each of which typically, in my case, it's not always the way. I guess somebody didn't miss one or didn't do one, but... Um, now, is yours sequential? No, mine are not sequential. Okay, so they could start on different ones. That's why you yeah. have different leaders. Okay. Yeah, there's five. Uh, it's all within the, the Toilet Seat Museum. Uh, one is just outside the Toilet Seat Museum. Makes it difficult because of COVID-19. Uh, can be a problem. But when I set it up, I didn't know about or think about COVID-19. So, uh, you know, so the same thing with mine, right? I have mine currently pulled up and not since March 11th has anybody been able to find mine because yeah. it's a library, which mine, seems to be 
great location then. Yeah. Now, you know, who, who thought the public libraries were going to close for months? But so before we move on past the leaderboard, what do you see as the real application of that? I haven't really thought why I, as a lab cache owner, would have any, I mean, everybody has a different use for statistics, right? And I'm sure many people have an opinion. I haven't found out why that would matter to me yet. Like, I don't care who finds it. It's not FTF's not an issue for this. We no. talked about that recently, right? That's not a stat anywhere. Right. Um, but uh, so if FTF's not an issue, like when you, I don't know why there's a, and second defined is definitely not a thing. And third defined is definitely not even a stat in geocaching. So I don't know why they have a leaderboard on there. I don't know anything else we do unless it's something for the future. I'm that's my thinking is, is that over time, maybe five years from now, maybe I'll get another one. And if I put them in, I'll, my leaderboard will grow. Although the top 10 will always be the, no, I guess they won't always be the top 10 because if there's new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So confusing. Okay. So, but that features in there. So if you want it, it's there. Yes. You don't know what it's for yet. Don't know why you would use it yet, unless you had some kind of race and you were going to give those people prizes. Right. But it's there. It's there. So. Uh, mine's non-sequential and does not have a bonus cache. And we're going to get into bonus caches in a minute, which I kind of like it. And I'm thinking I can go back. I think, tell me if I'm wrong, but I could probably edit one of them, get all the right information, get my bonus cache. Of course, you have to go through the process. Yeah. Get the get the bonus cash published. So do you want to answer that now? Because I have like 50 answers for that. Okay. Or do you want to get into bonus caches later? Let's get into bonus caches in a minute. We'll we'll get the bonus. Okay. I'll, I'll, I jumped ahead. Let's let's, so let's now, you're saying yours, I'll, I'll kind of parallel mine along with yours as we're doing it. So you did yeah. your non-sequential. Right. Yours is sequential. Sequential. And okay. there's a reason for that. Right. Um, so now as we're talking about what you can do, I'm also going to make suggestions of what why I think we did ours and everybody can do their own thing. Right. Sure. So I've done something that are sequential and I don't know why they're sequential. So it's like five random statues, but they made you do them in order. Okay. I don't quite know why you would do that unless there's a story. Now if there's okay. a story at each one, or you want to lead them to the bonus cash. That makes perfect sense to me. Right. Yeah. Like the fifth one is a bonus cash. Um, so fifth one leads you like to the bonus cash or whatever, but, uh, yeah. Now, a story is a great idea. Yes. So we, maybe we'll get into that in a few minutes or whatever. And the, all the stuff that you can do with each stage can really be interactive. So, yeah, we have one in town that I, I think is a great example of that very thing is that it's a, all five are, are is based on a story. Now, you know, our sleepy little East Texas town doesn't necessarily have. I mean, we have a great story in, um, you know, Audie Murphy, most mm -hmm. decorated World War II, but he didn't do that. He wanted to do something different. So he made up a story <laughs> of how aliens had come down and uh, basically became, you know, shapeshifters and became part of the beginnings of Greenville, Texas. And the guy who started it, uh, the town was an alien. And so he made this crazy story, which is fun. And I love you know, that. His is sequential. And he made, yeah. his, you know, put in little clues about, Oh, see, see, that's, that's something an alien would say. And so, you know, that's, you know, okay. That's good. That's, that's good. Natural so, trail. 
mine was less of a, it was a story, but it, it kind of wasn't, wasn't. And this will kind of, so media rich storytelling is one of the things that they tout for this being good. Yeah. And what we did ours was um, my daughter and I, so the youngest, helped me out, the Mafia Princess, helped me out. Yep. We made videos for each stage. And while they didn't necessarily have to be in an order, we kind of picked up talking about something on the next video that made more sense if you'd done the other one. So we did make them sequential in that sense. Right. Now, all of mine were inside the library, so they're really close together anyway. But each of my stages gave you information, which when we talk about bonus caches, I'll talk about what was in each of those stages. Right. But that's why I chose to have mine sequential because we kind of picked up talking. It would have been really disjointed if you didn't do them in order. Right. So while still solvable, it wouldn't have made as much sense. So right. um, to me, that was a, a reason to make it sequential like that. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, let's get into, because we want to, we're doing a combination tonight of, things we've experienced, but also things that people might want to think about when they're right. making ones. So we have a lot of people listening who have may not made one yet. So that's a good, there we go. Non-sequentials or sequentials. Miners is, is a grouping of, of the toilet seat, toilet seats in the toilet seat museum. You could do all five in any order because they're really, the story was really the whole thing. So there isn't really a sequence. There isn't really a sequence to it. Yours did. Right. So think about that when you're creating one. Um, Reason for having non-sequential too, right? Because it may be something that people want to do one piece at a time. Sure. Any order they're visiting town, it's nearby their work and they just want to go get one at a time, you know, and, or they're hard. Maybe they have them hard, which we're not even going to talk about difficulty and terrain right now. Right. But right. Um, it may be something they only have five minutes at a time and there's no neat read for reason for them to be. Right. Which was great. Yeah. Perfect. If Very it's example. The part of it was closed, but she was able to do it. So there's no reason to be sequential. She was able to do part of it. Um, and if part of it was closed, then she could do part of it. And some people who are new, this is also a thing about Adventure Labs, which is counter done in the fact that I think people who aren't geocachers aren't going to find this first. But in reality, this might be the good thing for them to find. Intro, yeah. First, then get into the good stuff, as it were. Although these are fun and I enjoy them. Well, I enjoy them a lot. But um, so geofencing. Let's talk about that for a moment. <laughs> yeah, and, and the the oops that happened. The, well, they came in the beginning, where yeah. people were because if you build anything, geocachers are going to find a way to do what they want to do with it. Oh yeah. You have a million people out there that are puzzle solvers. So right. there are a few people, and I love it. I, don't give me, you know, I love that they did it. They made basically a locationless lab caches in the beginning. Yep. Where the distance is like 8 million miles or zero or whatever, however they did it. And you could log these from anywhere in the world. Now, yeah. I know cheaters can allegedly log it somehow, too. Which there's ways to stop that as well, right? Yeah, there's um, ways to probably hack in and do it. Um, so, but there is a geo, there's a geofence on it. Like make it 10 feet, make it 400 yards, whatever, you know, yeah. um, make that make sense, right? Don't make it 15 feet. If there's no need for it to be 15 feet, right? Make it make sense. Right. Uh, like if you're building a where I go or anything else, make the location make sense because 
GPS coordinates are not perfect, right? Like mine, the ones that I have, I've, I've made the zones go as big as the whole library. So technically all five of mine can be done in the same area. Sure. Like you could be standing in the middle of the library. You can't because the way I set up my questions. Right. But you can stand in the middle of the library and you don't have to worry about, oh, it's bouncing off because I'm inside. Right. But the information you need, you're going to have to go to that location to get the information. Which is a good point, too. So don't like ask somebody if you're, if you're setting up one of these now, right? Like you're setting up a lab cache. Don't ask somebody is there clue information to prove they've done it, like the name off of a street sign that you can get off of Google Maps. Not a good plan, right? That or the other item is you need to make sure, be very careful to research your questions and your answers. Yes. Because can I can we tell can we tell this story basically? Your 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 brick story? Uh yeah. So uh, well, okay. So I went to a cache today and it I'm not going to be mean because it's a nearby cashier and she's an awesome cashier and she's a yeah. friend and everything else. But she hid her lab cache. I went to the second stage of it today and I go and the question, I see the exact answer on one of the bricks. Right. I take a picture of it and everything. I send it to her. Yeah, what the hell? Later, there was a second brick with almost the exact identical information. And now assume here we're talking about a huge stretch of bricks, right? Right. That have a bunch of names on them. Well, right. there was one that looked like the exact answer, but there was a second one. Right. She didn't discover that. Some, of course, a geocacher found out that, right? Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to finish that one. Now, I talked to her. I'm going to go back and finish those later. She's like, actually, it's the second one. She sent it to me. Right. Um, but if I was out of town, now, luckily, that's just in right. That's two towns over for me. But if I was out of state, I couldn't finish that. That would be I would be bummed out and say a lot of bad words, right? Right. Now she can fix that and she can be able to edit that and everything else. And I'll just go back and get it because it's the next town over. But what if that was an out of state trip? Oh yeah. You have your answers exactly right. Cause you can't fix it. Cause you're geo, you're past the geofence now. Yeah, you're gone. Now, you're gone. Actually, if you stay on that one, even when you leave, you can answer it at home. Which oh is really? Kind of thing that you may not know. Yeah. If you don't close it, once you're in the geofence, oh, right. you can't go to the next one, but yeah. Yeah. If you walk out of it, yeah, it makes sense. Um, but uh, the thing is, like you were saying, research your answers, beta test them just like you would anything else. Because if people are coming in town to do your lab caches right. and there's a bug in there, they're going to be really disappointed if they don't get to finish it and never get to come back and finish it. Right. right? Now, um, Scott brings up a good a point, a, a good point, and that is it can be fixed very easily. Yes. Very easily huge benefit to adventure lab is that uh, you can add information or correct information almost on the fly from yeah. the web. I, I'm a, I don't think you can really do it from the, well, I know you can't do it from the app. You could probably do it from your phone. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I think you can quick for yeah. me it's much quicker to do it from, from my laptop. But uh, that is a good point, Scott, that, one thing I need to do, which I've, I've I learned from the one I did today, and that is make sure that your information is. Oh yeah, we'll talk about testing here in a second. Uh, good, good point. I think beta testers can be taken off the leaderboard if you're doing the beta one before it's live, but we'll have to look into that to find out, right? Yeah, we'll check on that. So, because I tested one of yours, 
Yeah, and it, yours name is not on my leaderboard, so no. Because, um, and, and, but what is odd though is that if people ever if people ever wonder what that is, we talked about that before. If I go to my Colorado map, I haven't been to Colorado in a while, but I've got I got a icon out there. But <laughs> it shows a little key, right? Like you're a tester. Does it show up in your finds? Uh, no. Okay, so it's just a beta test. It's it's. Okay, so now, well, before it does show itself on there, which is kind of cool. I mean, let's uh, let's don't pass the answers yet. So let's make sure we get on this. Research yeah. really well. Research make sure and beta tested. Fix fix very easy. Be creative, right? So don't just yeah. get some information that's there. Like find a, a I don't want to call it two factor authentication, right? But find it. So let me give you one example. On mine, what we did was you go to a location like. There's one of mine. You have to look up something in a book and get a word off, you know, get a word out of the book. But you also have to answer a question from the, the videos that we put in there. So each one, you answer something from a video that you watch in the app. Plus, right. something that you get on location. You cannot Google that. There's no way to Google it. The only way to get to the videos is through the through the lab cache. So somebody in another country cannot Google the answer. To this even if they break in and change the location. Right. They have go through and listen to the video, watch the video. So could they possibly do that? Probably people can hack anything. Pretty hard to get the word out of the book because you can't look it up. Right. Right. So if you do at least two steps like that, maybe people won't be able to guess it. There's no way to guess any of my answers on our labs. Yeah. I mean similar mine combined, right? Yeah. Well sort of mine. So yeah, because the um the the toilet seat museum they don't list every little item and there's thousands. We're talking about, we're talking about hundreds of toilet seats that are, they're decorated. So there's thousands of items in total. Right. right. And so my five that I did was it has you go around and it's not easy. There's, I mean, somebody made a note. They're like, oh, this, this adventure lab was, was hard. It took me a while because it's like, well, you make your adventure lab how you want it. I made mine kind of tough because I wanted you to enjoy the whole museum and mm -hmm. try to find quirky things that are glued to a toilet seat uh, and uh, things that Barney Smith did. And so I found, like you said, there's no way the answers that I have that you can't Google it. There's no Google for that. I mean, right. Right. So you Google the answer. Somebody's going to cheat, right? Oh, sure. Well, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's what I would say. And let's say you get a lab cash credit. Is there a possibility that somebody can hack in and find a way to cheat and get your lab cash? Probably. Somebody could also just log any cash they want to online, right? Yep. And good luck finding out if they did it or not. I wouldn't stress about that. Try to make your answers as good as you can. Combine yeah. things, make it original so it's more fun and everything else. But you can't go stressing about whether somebody from five countries away no is able to hack in somehow and change their location. Who cares if they're that much of a cheater? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a sad. Another, that's, that's sad. Yeah. Make it fun. Maybe make it, make yeah. it, make it, make it, um, account where they have to count something or look for a particular color of something or something different. Not just, uh, it doesn't always have to be, you know, what, what year was this sculpture created? Okay. That's there too. Um, I didn't want to, the, the chat room is rolling pretty good tonight, but I was going to, I wanted to address you, Dak, uh, that Maria, that's a good question that, um, was I asked, uh, cash tour 
Dynano, my favorite cash tour app. They said that there's uh, not a easy way to incorporate them into into that because there isn't a uh, separate file for uh, for that for but for GPXs for those. Here's another problem that I see with that too. If it's sequential, you're not going to get the next four. That's like getting the next four stages of multi cache. Yeah, it's they're not going to give you those. So yeah, um, and you're going to have to have a phone anyway because uh, you can't log them on a GPS, right? Right. At least I don't think you can. Maybe unless somebody knows some hack that I don't know. I don't think right. you can log them. But they're just trying to keep the battery, I guess. But um, and you know what? Here's the thing with that too. Not this is not a bash GPS show, but I would definitely say. These are more of your modern cache type and the fact that they are supposed to be multimedia and have a richer experience. Right. This is definitely not the old school log offline, right. find offline thing. You really want to be, this is, if you like that other style, you know, I, I would say this is definitely the other end of that spectrum. Yep. Uh, Christy brought up a good point. We'll mention real quick. And the fact is, yeah, I don't want you counting parking spaces. I want to make it, I want, I want the count to be meaningful. I want to be part of your subject. So yes, I agree, Christy. You're exactly right. Well, yes, but you don't want to be boring. You want to make it fun. Almost correct. What? Because she's listening halfway, so she's messing with me. She's listening halfway. I think it's a good idea to add that to something historical, so you're combining those answers together, right? Yeah. So that you can't just Google it. No, do not. Do not send me to a location and ask me to count parking spots. There yeah. is no point in doing that. Right. Um, now, if you're saying how many parking spots plus what's answered on the plaque to cut down on some of that, you know, sure. then I, I get it. That's still not a good example. I wouldn't do that either. But um, I, I think you need to combine them. She says she's always correct. So I'm not going to get in between you and her. You all can handle that. Who's going to protect me then? Somebody in, needs in counseling. Um, yeah. Um, uh, damaged about that. Yeah, there are. There are some that will give you stages, but you don't have to do that. That's not. Yeah, that is one way, but that's not your standard, right? Yeah. Not standard. Um, so I do want to bring up something that made yep. me a gasket when I was hiding lab caches, but there's ways around <laughs> yeah. it, right? So um, you know about this, but I didn't put it out there because, you know, it was my personal blow gasket. Right. Um, one of the things is adventure lab caches are virtual. They yeah. do not have containers. You cannot hide a container and pretend, I mean, you can do anything, right? You should not hide a container and fake it and pretend like that was already there. Oh, that's already there. I just happened to <laughs> be virtuals. Now, bonuses, which we're going to talk about in a minute, are separate. Yep. During the middle of the adventure, you're not supposed to, and I don't know if that's because people were daisy chaining or if they were just putting out physical caches and not getting them approved or what was going on. Because, you know, Adventure Labs, you don't get those approved. You just push no. them out. Push, 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 push play, and it's out there. So the proximity issues are different, and permission is different. And if all of those were all of a sudden physical containers right. and blocks, spots are five hundred twenty-eight feet, that could cause a problem. Sure. So I get why they did it. Now I right. threw a bit because I had planned a whole big elaborate series of things. <laughs> now you know I found a way around it, but that's of a different. Course. That's different. Um, but with those, yes, um, with and that. We'll put that at the end because that's kind of a hey, try this for your lab caches. It's not against the rules I found out. Um, but 
they are supposed to be virtual, not a sneaky container. So, right. In fairness. Exactly. Um, so we'll talk about bonus caches here uh, as, as we start to wind through. One thing I did want to mention, something I found as I was reading through making the notes for this, this, uh, this show and learning more than uh, I, I knew I, I learned a lot and that was, but I saw something it was clever. So I mentioned this before as well, but I didn't see this. You have to be a premium member to be awarded an adventure lab series. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they also say that you need to be subscribed to the educational and promotional emails. I did not think about that. I mean, I always have been. I have too. I've been a premium member. I've always been one. So yep. that wasn't even a thing. But there was other stuff too, right? Like you had to also have cashed in a certain amount of time. and You have to have found a, you have to have found a lab cache. Yeah. So if you want to be awarded one and maybe you're not getting one, just some thoughts. Food for thought. Make sure you're a premium member. Make sure you found one. Um, and then make sure you're subscribed to the educational and promotional emails. There aren't a lot of those, so you'll be fine. You're not you're not gonna get spammed on that. So but that's first of all, maybe another show, but subscribe to those. Yeah. They're oh yeah. Really good information. They're not spamming you. And a lot of really good information. I mean, like the promotions come out ahead of time. There's a lot of really good information. Yeah. You, you do want those emails. If you're a I don't want to say serious geocacher. If you're an active geocacher, you yeah. want emails. They have a lot of good information. They are not blowing up your stuff, selling you junk not all the time. No. They're yeah. not doing that at all. It's really good information. Uh, megas and gigas, and we're gonna get we'll get into bonus caches here in a moment. Megas and gigas get varying levels depending on I think giga uh giga stock in Cincinnati, I think they had 30. I'm sure I'll get corrected on that. 10, 20, 30, depending yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, my suggestion and Jesse will give his, but my suggestion is if you're at a mega carve out a little bit of time and go do them because they're usually fun. Mm-hmm. You usually have things to do with, and I'm a big history buff. So that kind of, uh, that kind of lends itself as well as the fact that many of them teach you history of a city you don't have to do them all, but I—I I mean, you know, you might want to do some because they're—they can be a lot of fun. Susan, and I found some really cool ones in Denton when the Texas Challenge was in Denton. Uh, those were very well done. Um, if you—and I think they're still available. If you wanted to go do the ones in Round Rock, you may see videos of certain people, like us. <laughs> so we were in—we were—we we are part of a lab cast, Jesse and I, mm-hmm. uh, we were part of, uh, one that, um, carrot killer and lay black cat did. That was fun to be part of that and to create those lab caches and be part of that. So you can make them fun. You can add videos, you can add, you know, all sorts of various things. Look through the instructions and the rules and you'll find some suggestions. Also, obviously, suggestions that Jesse and I would have is go do some. Go find some. They're starting to pop up everywhere. Oh, yeah. And right now, with the whole corona COVID crap that's going on, not everybody's comfortable in going in places and being around a lot of people. A lot of these caches you can do totally isolated, right? It's near a statue, exactly. it's outdoors, it's these other things. You don't have to touch anything. You don't have to do the bonus cache. Right. 
I've done a lab search one. Yeah. Do the bonus cash. Yep. Time to do it when I was in the area, right? Um, yep. You don't have to do anything extra. You can just go and knock out five or 10. You can knock out these a, a lot. So if you have the itch, but you need to stay isolated, like some people still do, lab caches yep. are great for that right now. Oh, absolutely. App, you don't even have to be tempted on the other caches right now. Just go and knock out a series and have fun with it, right? And you don't have to touch anything. Right. This is a good question. Uh, we don't know. I went and looked for the answers. Uh, by the way, there is a Facebook group that is tremendous for Adventure Labs. Definitely join that. Uh, for me, and we won't get into this, but I use Facebook pretty much only for groups and for Messenger because I, we use Messenger a lot for the Geocache Talk network team. Mm -hmm. But I like the groups because there's a lot of good information in the groups. And there's an adventure lab group and they do a lot of good discussion. That's where a lot of great ideas. I went there and found some cool ideas uh, and put them in the show notes. So that's I my suggestion. That you can't though. Wouldn't you say What's there's that? probably a good chance you cannot adopt an adventure lab. So far I haven't seen one now. I, and, and Steve uh, Direwolf knows what I'm referring to also. And that is, if you're like in his case, there was some, not his case, but he saw one, I think where this question may have come from, which was husband and wife, uh, both have an account. The wife got one. She didn't really want to deal with it. The husband basically built it, <laughs> but it's under her. No, it's under her geocaching name. So, I mean, uh, but I don't know of any way to do that. And I don't know if they're going to allow that, but that's a good question. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's the same thing. Yeah. That's where I saw the question. That's where I saw it too. Uh, they're not, Ryan says they're not, not, uh, adoptable. So there you go. There you go. Um, Ryan has been involved with enough megas to know the answer. Yeah. The Facebook group is called, I think it's called adventure lab. I'll find the, I'll find the link and I'll put it down here in, in a moment, but, um, let's start talking about bonus caches and I'm going to find that Facebook group and I will put it in the show notes. But what do you think of, in general, I know you want to do more, but what, what, what do you think about uh, bonus caches? So I think, first of all, do a bonus cache. I think it's a good idea to add something like extra it. to it. I like it. It's yeah. optional. People don't have to go do it. Like I said, it's not required, right? But it's something, it's a bonus. Um, but here's what I would say. Don't just phone this one in. You you By now, you may have done videos for your lab caches. You went to great locations. You wrote a story of five in a row, you know, to make it sequential. You've done all this effort to make a really good lab cache. Don't just phone in your bonus. Yeah. Now's your time to really have a really cool bonus cache. Right. They can really, you know, if you like favorite points, like we've talked about recently, this is your time to really sucker in people for favorite points. This yeah. is a good time. They just finished five labs. Now they got a bonus. They've already done the work for it or may not have, depending on how you set it up. Right. Use your creativity now. This is a perfect time for a gadget cache. Oh, yeah. Now for a creative cache. Now, you're topping off this whole adventure where they can't give you favorite points on those, right? With a final bonus cache, um, make it a really cool container. I would also say make it somewhere near the labs. Right. Don't make it 80 miles away. Um, don't make it totally inconsistent. Like, don't do all these super easy ones, and then it's at the top of a mountain that you have to, you know, parachute and scuba dive to and all this other <laughs> stuff. You know, go through flames. Probably make it consistent with what you have. 
Right. Uh, but also, uh, I, I would say, keep in mind, it does not have to be what you think of as a bonus cash. I have seen bonus caches that are not. So a bonus cash is typically a puzzle, right? Any other right. one where you do your caches and you go do it. Bonus cash is typically a puzzle. Right. Um, mystery, you know. Right, the mystery. Uh, keep in mind where I go, where your right. five individual stages are your labs, and your final is the where I go container. Uh, where, I, where I go. Uh, multi-cash. I've done one that the bonus, final bonus is multi-cash. Um, the first individual stage is five stage, so it's a six-stage multi-cash. Multi-cash. Uh, clearly on the multi-cash page, he said these are the, you know, and it was clear that what was going on. Um, right. A letterbox. Letterbox, yeah. Now, whatever's good for your area that's a good bonus, do that. So any cash type could really end up being a good bonus cash, right? Depending on yes. what's good for your um, – but make it good. This is the place where you get to reap all those good rewards of the five bonus caches. Now they have something where they can write a really cool log. Yes, we didn't really get into it, but you can write an activity log on there, but only the owner sees it and it doesn't really lend itself for a big, huge log and it's different. Right. So right. Um, still do those when you're finding them, but that's not the same, right? It's yeah. just not as fun to me as the other ones, but now you have a physical place where people can really, Award you with favorite points, write a good log, and really kind of cap off your whole adventure. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do a bonus cash if you're the owner, um, but maybe you don't, right? Maybe it's one you don't want to do. It seems like to me it's an easy way to get a lot of good bonus points unless you're putting it somewhere that doesn't lend to a really close cash, right? Like if it's in a place where you couldn't put a physical, well, don't sneak a physical in there, right? Do follow the rules, right. whatever. But I think it's an easy way to really cap off the whole adventure with a great final bonus. It's a good question. I don't know. Uh, obviously, all members can do an adventure lab. Can they do the bonus because it is a mystery cash? Uh, if they're not, so they're premium, not. I hmm. think. I don't know. It's a good question. I, a, oh, I like that question though. It's interesting. I'll have to have somebody. Uh, probably not because it, it it really follows the bonus cash follows the rules of just any any cash. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse, but you still have to get it right as long as it's not a premium only. Okay, right. So as yeah. long as you don't market premium only, you're but probably now, because you're app, if they're not a premium member, the app only pulls up certain types of caches, right? Well, true, but yeah, yeah but um, like you can do them the way that the one we did. We did. Um, can you go online and type in the GC code and log it? Right. Okay. Yeah. You just can't pull it up on the app. If yeah, you're a premium member. We did. Susan and I did Crystal Bridges mm -hmm. Art Trail. Wanted to give a shout out to um, Sanders Sooners are the ones that created this one. It was great. Um, so I got a couple of questions for you on this one, Jesse. So, okay. but we'll, we'll change the bonus caches. Then. I got a couple of points I want to hit too. Yeah, not good or bad. Just keep it in mind that adventures are still evolving. They are right. Yeah. But so here's the way they did theirs. You tell me what you think of this. So, in the description is the GC code mm -hmm. or the cache. I go pull up the cache. It is. Typical, like some mystery cash. Yep. 
which is this, the cache is not these posted coordinates. You need to have, you need to find, you basically need to correct these cords to another location. So the way they did it was, I thought it was really clever. And I know there's different ways to do it, but I thought theirs was great. Very simple for anybody that wants to just create a bonus cache and they're not quite sure, you know, they don't want to go into something real elaborate. You mm -hmm. could just do it like they did, which is they give you the GC code. Then they just, they say, uh, when you complete the lab, it will provide a code to obtain the coordinates to the physical cache. And then they created on their, their mystery cache, uh, unknown cache, they created uh, a certitude, one of the geo checkers. Mm -hmm. uh, I like certitude. There's different ones. Certitude's great. Um, yep. Certitude is on there and it asks you the question, what is the, what's the answer? I mean, doesn't have to be elaborate. Certitude could be very right. simple. And so the code that is the last, the last of that, uh, the fifth lab cache, mm -hmm. the only way you could do it is by being at the fifth lab cache, right? getting the information. Um, and then from there, I put it in certitude, poop, kicked out, posted the corrected cords. I put it in my phone. And Susan and I were off to, uh, the, the the bonus cache, which was cool because it was also on there's several nature trails around this museum. Yeah. And this one was on the trail, so it wasn't something we didn't have to drive somewhere else. Some you know, make it part of the adventure. Um I somebody else mentioned, I think Ian mentioned about don't stick it, you know, a mile away. I don't think you can go that far, but you, you don't want to, you know, don't Use, you know, think about it. Common sense is, can you put it near? Obviously, you want to put it in the same spot, but you, you know, don't, you know, make it part of the whole story. We were already there. We'd already walked around the grounds, you know, and it was perfect. It was, it was a perfect location. It was a perfect cache. It was so much fun to do and it fit. Yeah. So, what I would say is, we talked about sequential and non sequential earlier. Yeah. If you're going to do a bonus cache, and you want like your fifth location to have the answer to the bonus cache, obviously go sequential, right? Right. Otherwise you can do it. If you want to do a bonus cache and you don't want it to be sequential, break up the information over the five labs. So like A equals one, B equals 10, you know, they have to have all those together right. to, to get the bonus, whatever the answer is, right? It gives them little pieces of it. So they still have to go to all five, but they can do it in any order they want to. Sure. Makes sense. And, you know, if if it makes sense for the bonus to be further away, okay. Again, right. it's a bonus. You don't if have I, to do it. Yeah. You're still getting all your credit for everything else. Um, but, uh, you know, somebody earlier, I, I, it's going fast, but somebody said, uh, you know, if premium members can't get it, like you can still make the bonus a premium. Right. Okay. Not everybody could get it, but there, have, there are perks to being premium. Right. And, you know, we're not getting into the whole premium, non-premium, because that's a whole other show by itself, right? But um, See, people are skipping bonuses if they're not. I mean, that's Eric's probably one of a, one of yeah. thousands that they skip it because it's like, this makes no sense. So make it make sense. Make it. Yeah. Think think through the process of what you're doing. And you know, there's many reasons, though. You may want to do a lab cache, and the bonus could be a 5-5. Five five. Well, true. You that's can. Now, it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. But if you were building up and the whole story is building up to it and they're like, okay, are you ready for this adventure? And 
you don't have to do it. I could see how that would that would be okay as long as you're telling them, right? Right. Don't like go, oh, this is a bonus. Get to it. Oh, surprise! This is it. Um, now, one thing I would say, I've done one lab cache, and I got to the end and said, "Hey, the bonus is so and so," but the GC code wasn't in there. Oh, I find the bonus cache. <laughs> I had to really search around and find. I had to go to that owner's name on. Oh gosh. To find it. Search for it. It wasn't obvious where it was, and they never really referenced it in the labs. Yeah. They said the answer to the bonus is this, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> um, so what I would say is go back and forth, right? On your bonus page. Yeah. Like on mine, I put a QR code for the to pull up the labs. If you come across that first on right. the bonus, you also it tells you where to get to it constantly throughout it. It tells right. you where it is. Um, make it easy for people because it's already two apps, right? So right. Yeah. Two apps minimum. Yeah, two apps minimum. Bonuses and everything else. So reference them back and forth constantly. It would right. be my advice if you're putting one out. Yep. So Craig put out a letterbox. Yep. yep. My bonus is a uh, good example. Is a multicache. So it can be all kinds, right? Yep. So a couple things that are in the notes that I forgot to mention as we start to kind of get to a wrap up point here. Uh, be very careful with not only your answers, but how you create the answer. Uh, does the answer have punctuation? Yeah. That can cause issues. Spaces. Spaces cause issues. <laughs> now, uh, I think what about if the answer is 19? Is oh, there 19 or is it 19 spelled out? Yes give, them, yes. give them some information. It doesn't hurt to give them, you know, these are not level five puzzles, right? These no. are not, <laughs> these are not D fives, which is a whole nother thing. We're not going to get into DT, right? But yeah. We need to cover that. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But help, help somebody out. Let them know what they're trying to enter. Cause <laughs> there's, you know, uh, yeah. Must Remember, be the answers have to be exact is basically. Yeah. And remember we were doing, we did one and one of the ones in Tyler was a little tricky. We were sitting there going, okay, how we're looking at the sign. We're looking at the, we, we tried about 12 different ways. I think we finally oh, yeah. got it. I think we, you know, is there a space? Is there an underline? It's like, okay, don't do it like this. Yeah. This is not the way to do it. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about DT rating real quick. So, so what does it say in, because you went through all these today. What does it say in geocaching's description? It does say it needs to be completed within one day, right? They Generally completed within one day and driving distance and all that other stuff. Yep. They suggest. They have a recommendation on how difficult for it to be. No, they don't. Or and, terrain. Right? Technically, that? you could, but it's supposed to be accessible to everybody. So to me, I assume that means no T5s. Right. Like you, you shouldn't have to have repelling gear to do one of these. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you're not climbing. Yeah, you're not climbing a mountain to get the right answer. I guess you could, but <laughs> that's a that's would be different. I mean, but, that, so DT is assumed to be lower on these. Assumed, and that's the key because uh, we did the Crystal Bridges, uh, and I, I, I we enjoyed it, but I was dog tired <laughs> at the end of this thing. Um, some of us are not in the greatest of shape, you know, some of us aren't like, some of us don't look like, like Jesse and, uh, haven't worked out and can climb a mountain. So I'm not the only person. There's other people in the world that, you know, are, uh, you know, need a little work on that. So 
but I had no idea. We went there and That's uh, yeah. So I'm huffing and puffing and 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 you know going crazy, you know, and and it, which was fine. I needed the I needed the exercise, but I didn't know about it. I'm right. okay with it. I'm okay with it, but other people might not be. I, I mean, would say just like anything else, I think any DT would be okay if you let people know ahead of time. Yeah, or make maybe just a little blurb in the in the in the description that says um many you know multiple elevation changes. Yes. Um your walk will be approximately 3 miles, just be aware. Absolutely. You know that kind of thing cuz you couldn't drive to these, you can drive to some. I've seen those where you can drive to some. This one you couldn't drive. You had to park and, and walk the grounds. Um, yeah, <laughs> kuda bud. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Here's the thing, and we've talked about this before. Um, there's one really important out of all the DT ratings. There's one that's really important. Okay. That's uh, one terrain. Yes. It's the only one that's extremely important. All the other ones are for fun. And I love doing dumb stuff, hanging off bridges and climbing mountains and all the other stuff. But there's one that's really important. And without a DT on here, I think it's more important than any other aspect of the game that you tell people what they're getting into. Absolutely. They may assume it's good and safe for them. They may be borderline on whether they can do it or not. And I think it's only fair that if it's something outside of super easy, just heads up. Say, look, this is going to be off-road terrain. Or if it's rainy, don't do this if you, you know. Kind of give them an idea of what it is. Just just to be nice, right? You don't have to yep. give anything away. Just say, hey, this is more challenging or this will probably take you 45 minutes or, you know, if it's not something you can do in 20 minutes or 30 minutes or you have to drive 50,000 miles to do it, right. just give them a heads up. You know what I mean? Give them a heads up. Um, yeah. This one we did, the Susan idea, we're not, it wasn't uh, wheelchair accessible for a couple of different reasons. One is they had this weird day which I don't fault the cash owner for this at all because who would have thought that they were going to have the museum is free and you're supposed to, one of the answers is in the museum. Right. But today as we walked up and they said uh, only ticketed members of the museum could go in. I was like, okay. And I was like, the museum is free. And they go, normally it's free, but today yeah. and tomorrow or this weekend, whatever it was, only ticketed members got to get into the museum. Well, they didn't know that. And that's, that's one of those tiny little things, but uh, we did find a way around it. Uh, the, the guy at the front, let me get close enough to be within the fence. And then the question that popped up was something that I could answer without going into the museum, uh, which was nice. It just happened to work out that way because yeah. normally we would have to have just left and not finished it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was I was there and I did get the answer and uh, oh yeah Ian has a good point it, it is a thousand and twenty four characters so use use it use it you know give all that information he is exactly right and you got plenty of room for it just being creative let's say a thousand twenty four is not enough you have a really intricate one yeah I would refer them to the bonus page and then put more information there right because you can I don't even know the limit on a geocache page. But I've never reached it. So you can put tons of information on that, right? Right. If you needed to, if you needed extra information because there's something to it, just refer to the bonus. Say if you need more information, go yeah. check DC so and so. 
Yeah, Sherry was right. They just reopened and they didn't want it's they wanted just members only, which is fine. Again, that was just a weird quirk. Yeah, it was so, a yeah, just a weird thing. Like yeah, mine I would, is disabled right now on the lab. It says this is temporarily disabled. Yeah, yeah. So no big deal. But put as much information as you can. You do have a lot of space though. A lot a lot of people don't use all of it. I know I need to go back and, and add some more information on mine because some people asked. That's the other thing. When you're doing the lab, I feel like you give it a rating at the end when you're done. You give it a rating and you'll give, be able to give a comment. Be constructive. Be nice. Uh, you know, we're not all experts on anything in particular always. So don't bash the person who made it. Give them constructive criticism or constructive notes about uh, your adventure that you just did. I enjoyed it. I did, uh, you know, uh, just, I don't even think I mentioned it in this one, but, oh, somebody mentioned it on one of mine that uh, I need to make a note on time, the times, and that's very true. I'm going to go back. I'm going to fix mine because it's quite easy to fix. I've already thought of a couple of things I'm going to go back and add to mine yeah. since we've talked about it out loud. Sure. No, that's great. Um, so here's another thing you mentioned the, you get the log at the end, right? And it's really right. a rating of the thing, but yep. you also get the one through five stars, right? Yeah. You get a rating. Do you think that maybe they're testing that out for geocaching? I mean, possible. Um, I know like that. How would that translate? And I'll open this question up to everybody, right? Yeah. I'm asking it, but how would that be for all geocaches? Could you imagine right. if you had a one through five star rating for all geocaches? Interesting. You know, maybe five is a favorite point, or you know, you can, but you can give partial. So it's a rating, not just a favorite point, but a rating, right? That you could do on every single one. That yeah. could be an interesting add-on. Yeah. So ratings, there's yeah. ratings on there. So now, as we're, I know we're running long, but I want to add a couple of. If sure. you're building one, try this. So we mentioned earlier, uh, now videos, add videos in there. You don't have to be a professional videographer. Right. Um, you can add a short little video in there of you talking or giving information or whatever it is about it, talking to them. That can be fun. Now, like with mine, you have to watch a video, but it's inside the library. So I made sure that like 50 places in my lab cast, it don't. Said, you need headphones, put on headphones, yeah. don't walk through the library, plan a video. Right. Um, but that can add a little fun, right? It can add a little multimedia experience. You could add music. You could add other things like that. Yeah. Um, but so I said you couldn't add containers to each stage. However, How there's nothing that says you can't give hints inside yours to other caches. Right. So not technically a bonus cache. And I went back and forth with my reviewer and I have an awesome reviewer in my area. Um, you know, I can't thank him enough or well, I can't thank her enough. Right, more than one reviewer to uh, for the patients they have because I'm always pushing the envelope, right? <laughs> um, so uh, I said I want to do all these things, and they're like, "Well, that's against the rules. You can't do that." Of course, I threw a fit. But after <laughs> I got done throwing a fit, I was like, "Okay, well, what can I do?" And my reviewers, I talked to a couple of them for this, and they always go back to their board. They go, "Well, what is it you're wanting to do?" Yeah, and like this, and they go, "Well, we want to try to find a way for you to be able to do this." Right that's within the rules and we can publish. We want to publish stuff. Right. So that's where um, I wanted to do it. A bonus at every stage. Well, right. obviously that's not legal. And I knew that because I've read the rules, but I get so focused, right? Sure. However, 
in, in every one of my videos, I gave a hint to something else. Oh. So I did a standalone puzzle cache. Interesting. It's a challenge cache. Sure. But it's also a puzzle cache, standalone. You can absolutely never do the lab caches and go and get it. Right. Oh, sure. But However, there's a D5 puzzle on that page. Right. To give you the combination to get into it. I like or it. Or you go to the lab cache and I give you the, the combination. Right. So again, free standalone. You can make other caches and give people hints within yours to kind of engage in that series, right? Right. Um, I did another one with the where I go. I'm like, I did it in the video. There's like a picture going, it's right here. Yeah. Or walk through the where I go and find it by yourself. So standalone, not technically bonuses, but you right. get stuff. So you can make your lab cache really incorporate into a larger series of caches. Right. Completely within the rules. Sure. You don't have to do any of those things, but you can add a little bonus each time, right? Like I did a trackable, I gave a trackable inside mine. I tried to do all the experiences right. um, of all the cash types in there and uh, perfectly within the rules. So you don't have to just go, I'm hiding five locations and then I'm done. Right. There's a lot of stuff you can do to really add your signature to uh, your lab series. And it can be one for people to find for a long time, right? Yeah. And another last suggestion of mine before we, as we wrap up is kind of talk to people in your area, because again, you will just put them out there and hit, hit public and it's, it's out there, but you don't know if somebody else was already in the middle of doing some elaborate plan and you just sort of popped in and did five and, and went, Oh, here they are. Like, well, whoa, wait a minute. I was doing that. So, you know, like, uh, uh, our our local one. Uh, oh yeah, uh, there you go. You could use you. So you how would you do that? Okay. Well, they did that in they did that in uh, Gigastock for Cincinnati. They used uh, they used uh, AR. Um, I think you'd use a QR code and then just open Metaverse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. I one of those, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Use a QR and just do it that way. And yeah, we love you know Metaverse kind of cool. So. Um, I don't know. Hopefully we'll get more of those. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm always a little leery. I think uh, you know, Ian pointed this out. I think you and I have pointed out, we don't want geocaching.com to become Pokemon go. No. And here's the thing. I don't think they're going to. And here's why if they opened it up and said, everybody got a credit, it would be terrible. <laughs> It'd be way marking. It would. Be <sighs> <laughs> We have to do that show coming up because I don't think I know enough about it to to bag on it too much, but I don't like that aspect of the game. We know how to bash it, but we don't know much to love. <laughs> yeah. Now I may learn about it and still bag on it, but it, as yeah. a, I don't know. Uh, but I don't need five lab, fifty lab caches in the parking lot of Walmart. Right. But if everybody had unlimited, they would probably just be terrible. The probably fact so. that you have to go through the process and you probably only get one, they eliminate you from the future ones. I think that really raises the quality. So right now I'm extremely happy with all the ones that I've done. They'd yep. be great. Um, however, uh, if that could change tomorrow, if they just opened it up wide, right. And everybody got one, it would be not good. Yeah. But double check. I mean, cause I know Keith and I talked, Keith put in the one in Greenville cause he wasn't sure. I think we had talked. I said, I'm going to put one on the colony. I don't think anybody's done 
you know, hopefully I didn't step on your toes, but I did, I did the one at the, cause I really wanted Barney Smith's yeah. to come back um, in some form. And I thought that would be cool because there's, there's a cache outside of the museum, but you can't put one inside there, you know, well, you might, might be, but anyway. So sure. I this to make sure I said this right. So he said a QR code is a physical item place of location. Absolutely is. But you get images inside the uh, lab. Yeah. So you could put them in there. You could also direct them to another location to have the QRs like online somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yes, if you put a QR code like on a sign, that would be a physical item at the at the location. So I would yeah. assume that that would be against the rules. Well, the um, the adventure lab was allowed to be done. You cannot do a bonus stage for each stage of the adventure. Right. That's true. There uh, are ways to get around that, but you cannot yeah. do bonus cash that requires them to do an adventure for each stage. You can only do one specifically written in the rules, one bonus per adventure credit. Per so adventure, right. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. The, the adventure lab that we did, it was in round rock and I, and, and um, somebody mentioned that there's some problems with them. I'll let, uh, I'll let um, carrot killer know that there might be a problem, but you go, you went to the location, you scan the code that was, that was there on the <laughs> sign it brought up a video. It didn't bring up, I mean, it didn't, there wasn't a separate cache. It was just their way of doing the video. Right. You, you didn't have to do it that way. Cause yours, you just, you could open the, you could open the, uh, the video without scanning yeah. a co code. Yeah. And here's what I would say too: the way they have it set up, mm -hmm. they have some basic rules in there. There are many, and I don't want to say get around it, but there are many ways that you can creatively do what you want on this without breaking the rules. Right. No, um, you're right. Yeah. You can absolutely come up with just like the, the, the AR stuff. That's awesome. I haven't seen one like that. Yeah. Now I'm jealous that I have so many ideas since I've made my lab cache. <laughs> There's so many more. Now, technically I guess I could just go and redo them all. Yeah. I could just change them all up if I wanted to, but um, I'd probably break everything doing that, but um, be, be creative if you just really get in there, research it, you probably are only going to get these labs. Unless you're crazy enough to host a mega, you're probably only going to get these labs. Make them like your signature item. Make them really cool. Yep. Okay. Uh, real quick, I just want to mention that next week we are we have Nick on talk about Cashly. So definitely come back for that. Even if you don't use Cashly, uh, obviously you always there is always things to learn. Uh, oh, yeah. But if you do use Cashly, we're going to go over Cashly 6.0 in depth. Uh, and that'll be fun because Nick is the man. So, uh, all right. Final thoughts. Um, lab caches are a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't, well, one, go find some lab caches. Especially yeah. Right now, right? If you have them right. anywhere close to you, go find them because they're the safest way of caching right now. Yep. And I, I just, I did, I liked them in the beginning. But I thought they would just be something that I wouldn't be that interested in. I really like them. I just love to see people's creativity. They're different. And again, I love finding a physical container, but they're really growing on me a lot. Um, there's some things we hadn't really got into. Like there's two apps right now. That's a bummer, but it's, you know, they're still building towards it. We already know Brian mentioned it before. They're going to merge everything later once they're, they're not doing that in the middle of this, the world burning down right now. Yeah, everything going on. They're going to merge them eventually be on the app and everything is going to be combined. I would rather them test like they are right now. Um, yep. You know, there's other little intricacies that like today when I wanted to 
had a problem with the lab. There's no way to contact the owner from the lab, the adventure app. Right. Eventually, we know that those will all be combined later, right? So there's yep. little things that are that are not perfect yet, but they are doing a great job on this. They've updated. It's a lot of fun. And right now, better than any time, it's great to go get them. No, absolutely. Plus, every yeah. time you hit one, it's five caches. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're like cleaning up, plus probably a bonus. Exactly. Exactly. They're a lot of fun. So go find some. If yeah, you find that- a bunch or whatever, you know, keep finding more. But if you get one of the credits, really take your time, do good, beta test it, have somebody test it out, really make it fun, make it a fun adventure. You know, this is not your LPC cache. This is the one that you do that you're really proud of and you'll probably get some good logs on it and everything else. Absolutely. Yep. Couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. In fact, I'm going to let it, that be the final word on that. I am going to mention Tuesday gadget talk. Uh, we're going to do a, a uh, tour of the of bounce bounces secret lair. And I think that will be cool mm-hmm. because the dude is awesome. And I want to see what all he's got and what, it would be cool to have in a gadget kind of like we did with the truck with Daniel. Uh, what are some cool things you might want to have in your garage, uh, your, whatever you want to call it, your she shed, your, uh, your uh, man cave, wherever you cr- create all your caches. Uh, that'll be fun to do. Uh, and for that, and again, cashly next, next Sunday and thanks. And I want to uh, mention this real quick. Yep. So uh, on a boat, but Ian said, uh, if anybody needs any ideas or help or whatever, uh, reach out to him on gc.com. Yeah. Thank Dude, you. So he did that and he's, he's very knowledgeable on this, but on other yep. topics as well, this is a extremely knowledgeable group. You see the it same is. thing in there all the time. Plus on Facebook, you see that group. If you reach out, people will help. Yes. Not just lab caches, right? All this stuff. This group is a tight group. You don't have to do things in a vacuum. No. People don't want anything from you. Just reach out and help. They've there's so much experience in here. We have great people. That's what that group is for. So no, can, absolutely. Not just so you can make fun of Gary. It's it's also to be able to exactly. <laughs> also to be able to connect things. You know, I I don't ever claim to be an expert. You know, I know a good bit of stuff about geocaching, sure. obviously, because we're we're connected. Yeah, I'm the first one to reach out to somebody and go, hey, how do I do this? Or right. Give me an idea or tell me why I can't do this. I always want to make it better. So never hesitate to reach out and uh, really brainstorm together. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good ideas out there. So thanks, Ian, for saying that. But, you know, it brings up a good point. So, yep. All right. There we go. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, as well as our new format. Please email us your comment at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night.